Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jackie. And we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees re-watching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we are continuing the spooky season celebration with the 1996 classic, The Craft. And we're not alone in this supernatural adventure. We have Megan and Kim from Room 237 Podcast joining us. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hey. hey. (laughs) Well, The Craft is a story about a new girl starting a Catholic school in California. She befriends a trio of outcasts who dabble in witchcraft. Things take a sinister turn as the girls begin to use spells and curses to seek revenge against those who have wronged them. The movie stars Robin Tooney, Feruza Balk, Rachel True, Nev Campbell, Skeet Orwich, Christine Taylor, and Brecken Meyer. The movie was written by Peter Filardi and Andrew Fleming and was also directed by Andrew Fleming. You can watch it on iTunes and rent it for Amazon. I think it was $3.99. Um, I just watched it on the iPad and watched it from Jackie this time. <laughs> I, I have the DVD. I don't have a DVD player, but I have the <laughs> DVD of the craft. I love that. Like, even though you have no way to play it, you're still holding. I'm still holding on to it. (laughs) But before we start, let's get into our ratings rewind. So you know the drill. Before we get into the movie, we'll reveal the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves would give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play on repeat. Five-day rental. Would watch again. Two-day rental. Okay, but nothing to write home about. And same-day rental. Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) Trash. (laughs) I love seeing your face, Jackie. I have not done that one yet. You have not. I'm like, we're going to run out of ways to say trash, but we haven't yet. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) All right, ladies. What are your Y2K ratings? We'll start with you, Kim. My Y2K ratings for this movie would absolutely be would buy it, buy it again. We're not, we're not surprised after you just gave us that synopsis of your DVD. Oh yeah. I was low key obsessed. So, I mean, not low, high key, let's be honest. I would also would buy it, would buy it again. It's great. Jackie? I, I am also a would buy it, would buy it again. Okay. I love the movie, but I didn't buy it on DVD. I didn't. So, I'm going to say five day rental. That is just what Y2K Danielle did. She liked it, but she did not buy it. I am sorry. Don't kill me. Please, internet, <laughs> don't kill me. At least you remember this movie. I, you know what? You know what, Jackie? <laughs> Let's get so, this party started. <laughs> yes. So the movie opens. We see um, the three girls, Bonnie, Nancy, and Rochelle, all just kind of chanting in the woods. There's potions. There's there's spells. 
they're doing incantations in a very lovely gazebo. Like, it's very know. nice, isn't it? It's all it like is. Heard, yeah. of witchcraft. Yes. This will exactly. be definitely there are a few movies from this time period or witchy movies that give it's not just like cool and fun, but it gives vibes. Yeah. It is the definition of vibes. vibes. (laughs) And there was this movie was a whole vibe. Yes, for sure. And Um, so they're kind of chanting, trying to, uh, they chant, now is the time, ours is the hour, ours is the power. And then it goes into what I refer to as Buffy's intro. (laughs) (laughs) It's lots of flashing scene montage with like this, like, crazy quick music and they're like did we just go to Buffy are we back now what's What's happening happening? (laughs) it was just like a convergence at this time where in the late 90s there was like a whole very they all had that same vibe I you know I think of Buffy I think of this movie and Scream and I think of Practical Magic they all had a very similar situation it did feel very Buffy-esque (laughs) they all have that west craven vibe yes or that that skater like 90s music that's playing and yes zooming cameras and but even you know clueless had that kind of like oh cable knit sweaters yeah (laughs) so the kids in america (laughs) (laughs) so i know i think of it right <laughs> yeah there are certain songs that you just like you don't think immediately of else. Yeah. <laughs> um after the intro we see robin tooney's character sarah on an airplane she is moving to la it's very rainy in la i thought it was seattle like the whole time Right. Yeah. It happened like Tony, Tony, Tony live when they said it never rained in Southern California because apparently it's raining here all the time. <laughs> there was that one place so, in California where it where it's just monsoon season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they pull up to Sarah's new house. She is with her father. And then you quickly learn that the woman that is with them is either his, her, her father. Is it her stepmom? Yeah. Um, and wherever this house is, like I, every time they showed the house, I'm like, I would buy that. I would under the Tuscan sun, that house. Yes, it, gives, it so does look hard. like structurally it has, it has Spanish tile. It definitely has, um, a some work. That yeah. And some yes. work that needs to get done. It's yeah. like very leaky. I'm going to love it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're in the list. I'm a list it. I don't like it. Oh. Really? I don't like that Spanish style look. Well, then like luckily you're you think you're not in California. California. Yes. And it was like built, it looked like it was kind of built into the side of a hill and had all the vines growing like on it. I bugs, there's snakes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so she unpacks one thing from one box and that is of course <laughs> the picture of her mother one thing is she's like oh, i've been I'm done, done. <laughs> I, need a, 
I need a rest. I'm going to walk outside. <laughs> that picture frame gave me like Harry Potter vibes. I was just like waiting for the mom to move in the picture. And I was like, why do I feel this way? <laughs> was I the only one who thought about that? Cause no, that's... because at the end she does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what gives us a strength. Gotcha. So my brain was just actually remembering. It's rare. So <laughs> I didn't, didn't know. And then creepy snake man just wanders in all right so <laughs> that's what happens when your doors are unlocked yeah right exactly 100 percent. i, I want to ask is it really this man's fault or was she being extremely dramatic or he's a poor crazy homeless man you know he's got some sort of mental issue she tapped into her caring oh, oh, so man, quickly you, hey, no, I just want to share it with I'm, you. I'm on the exact opposite opinion of some rando dude wanders in and like, you want to pet my snake? <laughs> I'm out. But I'm not, I'm not like falling on the floor crying and I can't even function. <laughs> like it was so ridiculous. Like I would have been like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. It was not, yeah. Like she was acting, dad, dad dad comes in but he comes in clutch this is the second movie now where someone grabs a fire poker and is ready to (laughs) fucking fuck shit up (laughs) and then she gets real rude with dad because she's like i'm fine like no you weren't (laughs) you weren't asked for him to come (laughs) yeah she i'm gonna say it now before we really get into it as an actress, love her. This fucking movie, her character. And but you know, I don't think I felt like that when I was younger. But now that I'm older and I have more wisdom, this, she borderline Karen status for me. Thank you. Yeah. You know what her yeah. deal is to me? She has what I like, she has final girl vibes. And I can't stand a final girl. They're always the wet blanket. They're always super <laughs> irritating. Yeah. Like they're always a goody goody that you're just like, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Like, yes. That's Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Love and I know what you did last summer yeah. all yeah. over it's again. Yes. yes. It's Sydney and Scream. Well, I mean, I know we're into the movie, but let me just throw a few facts at you guys just to ground us. The Craft came out obviously in 96 and it went straight to the top of the box office. It had a budget of $15 million and made over $55 million worldwide. Very nice. Which is funny because the studio was giving a really hard time about whether or not they really wanted to do the movie. Um, If you think about it, this was not the time of like She's All That when the teen movies were like really ramping up. This was also before Scream came out. So teen movies were not those were a thing of the past. There was no more yeah. John Hughes kind of things. Right. Um, and then to have not just teenagers, but four female teenage yeah. leads. And then having me witches. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a big chance. And so it was difficult. <laughs> but they got it made. It was needed because we soaked that shit up. Yeah. 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 I didn't even think about that, but that is a good point. Yeah. Four female leads mm-hmm. and they're witches. That's yeah. asking a lot <laughs> of the audience. 
All right, Jackie. So are we at school now? Is, yes. Um, so um, not Bonnie. Sorry. Uh, Sarah's being Sarah. dropped off at Catholic school like you do. And she walks in and you kind of see the three girls talking around the locker. Nancy has a noose in her locker that she's playing with. And as as her black friend, I would have been like, bitch, we can't bitch. do this. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch, we can't. It's not appropriate. Rochelle. Yeah. <laughs> Rochelle, I feel as if she was in the second place for a little bit. She was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we see Bonnie played by Nev Campbell and her hair is greasy and in her face, she's very shrunken into herself wearing oversized clothing and she's reading an almanac and she's saying the almanac's looking good for us guys. Maybe we'll get a fourth and then in walks Sarah. And so the next scene is Bonnie kind of creepy staring at Sarah, but Sarah is (laughs) using her powers it seems to have a pencil stand up on its end lead side down and is like spinning it slowly <laughs> so bonnie's like the almanac was right we must have her as a uh, well they she does that little gasp thing that i feel like yes excellent at gasping like <laughs> yes <laughs> But the gasp was so like, look at me. I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> it was so unnecessary. It was. Um, but that pencil scene, they didn't use CGI. They actually just used like some Hollywood trickery to do it, which I thought was cool. They tried as much as possible not to use, because they, I guess a lot of the budget went to CGI later on. So they they did a lot of different things to kind of play around like, with stuff. The walking part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Nev Campbell does the inhale gasp while Jennifer Love Hewitt does the exhale gasp. And And the eyeball acting. Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt is an excellent eyeball actor. The funny thing is, so you look at Nev, you look at all of them in their roles. Originally, um, Robin auditioned for the role of Bonnie. And they were having a hard time casting Sarah's part. Mm-hmm. And then Nev came along and they were like, oh, we'll have her play Bonnie and yeah. we'll have Robin play Sarah. But Robin was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and they're like, they had to convince her to take on the lead role. She, I think she like, wasn't, I don't know what it was if she wasn't ready for right her. Isn't cool. she wearing a wig in this movie? Yes. Because of Empire Records? She is. Yes. Yes. I love Empire Records. So (laughs) we (laughs) talked about this on that on our episode when we did it, because she shaved her head in real time in that movie. So it was still kind of growing back. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's a really bad bad way. Yeah. She needed some drag queens to help her get like yeah. a good lace yeah, front wig. Her lace like, is showing a lot. Yeah, she went to the beauty yeah. supply store with no knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I blame, I blame, it's not her job. It's everybody on the freaking staff. What was going yeah, on here? Sure. There was no budge for wigs. <laughs> I don't feel like in 1996, they were doing a lot of wigs for... 
Look, yeah. if you had hired some black hairdressers, yeah, yeah everybody. I, like, I want to say white people, but I don't want to <laughs> Everybody would have looked snatched 100%. Yeah. Yeah. True, sure. So now we are in silent. Oh, so in science lab, Bonnie relays the tea to the rest of the girls, and she's like, she's the one. But then we go to lunch. And Sarah asks if she can sit with them and they like give her shit. (laughs) The original mean girls, you can't sit with us. Yes. But I don't understand because like she just like glares at her. (laughs) (laughs) She walks off. So I I do want to say that I think when I was watching this when I was younger, I thought Nancy was the bad guy in this movie. But now that I'm older. I can I could look at her character and realize that she was did she make bad decisions? Yes, but those decisions were led by a lot of trauma. Yes. Yes. She was a hurt, traumatized person. She found her people and those two girls that she could trust. She has learned over the years that other people she can't trust. So it makes a lot of sense that she wasn't going to be Mary Sunshine open arms to this new bitch and she's also the leader of the pack she probably is finding some worth in herself with these other two girls you know so she's not letting a new bitch in especially one that can levitate her pencil yeah this bitch has real magic (laughs) (laughs) Jackie jackie started shaking her head because i guess i have um a situation or uh you have a tendency i have a tendency to always fight side with the antagonist (laughs) and everything (laughs) taylor vaughn from she's all that she's like not mad at her she's just doing (laughs) taylor vaughn shit i was like she was in her zone she was living her life and this bitch comes into her situation we're still at lunch okay and his name is Chris. I'm going to call him Billy for the rest of the episode. Pete Ulrich, aka Chris in this movie, but really Billy Loomis Billy. from Scream, um, shows up and he's like already hitting on Sarah. I don't get his character. No. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a fuck boy, but like a fuck boy that will like literally fuck anything? Question mark? <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't, well, I mean, I think that's pretty close to high school because in high school, yeah, you had crushes on girls you wanted to date and wanted to bang, but also you were going after who you thought was whatever you could get because I mean, girls were locking it down a lot in high school. It wasn't as easy to get to. So yeah, yeah. it wasn't. So we meet Billy. You episode, I just (laughs) want He uh, refers to the other three girls as the bitches of Eastwick, which I kind of really enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite lines. Yeah. And then he said, uh, Nancy's a major slut. Not that I would know. Um, yeah, <laughs> Bonnie has burn scars, but I, I, I've never confirmed that. Like everything he was like saying, he'd be like, "Oh, but I don't know about that shit." <laughs> it's like that lady from uh, what's the year? Night in Living Color. Like, 
what did she say? Like, but you didn't hear that for me. Like, the yes. Like, oh, <laughs> he, I heard this. You didn't hear this for me. But he doesn't say anything about Rochelle, does he? He does not. He ignores evidence. Because she had just, like, I get Nev Campbell had justification. She could hide her shit. Rochelle could not hide her shit. And fucking Laura, Lauren, whatever the fuck her name is, just was a hateful, hateful bitch. We'll get into that in a few Oh, we will. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because what did I say this episode was called? The Craft (laughs) with Room 237. Yeah. Justice for Rochelle. Justice for Rochelle. Yes. Justice for Rochelle. She deserved better. 100%. So, and then he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm busy. I have plans. I have football practice. I'm like, that was a weird way to approach. But he doesn't just say that. He says, I have football practice and you're, you can definitely come watch. And this dumb bitch, what what next scene? She had the fences, Saren. I was so disappointed. So I'm disappointed. I'm going straight home. Yes. <laughs> Mike, you want me to stand in the heat? No, not at all. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm an I don't even person. like football. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> good day. <laughs> but when she's at that fence, that's when the girls approach her again. And I love how Rochelle tells Sarah that Nancy is sorry for how she treated her at lunch. Yes. First of all, Rochelle, your bitch ass wasn't saying hello either. So you have to say sorry and say same Obani. But like Nancy can't apologize for herself. No, because no, no. Nancy's not Nancy sorry. Also doesn't even look remorseful. <laughs> it's not like she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> not sorry. Nancy's not sorry. Like Beyonce. <laughs> um, and then they noticed that sarah has um scars on her wrist from attempting suicide and they like almost proudly are like oh you did it the right way well bonnie does i don't think the other girls say (laughs) it with such just like jest i mean um and then that is so robin robin tooney's character deb in empire records also tries to commit suicide but hers are the wrong way Um, right air quotes they're horizontal instead of vertical um so it was interesting that she played two characters back to back that yeah had attempted suicide and then they ask her to uh, if she wants to go shopping she says i have no money and they're like oh we got the five finger discount (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't and they go to their local um, Rich, witchcraft, witchcraft store, <laughs> Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if I were that shop owner, I'd be like, no, like I'm posting your pictures on the window. You are not welcome. You cannot come back in here. Also, I, that shop owner awakened things in me that I didn't really oh. know. I had back in high school. I'm oh, she was. Yeah, she's. I I think she let those little bitches go. 
I think she let those little bitches go in there because she was in the back room saying, oh, get them. Like she was doing stuff to them later. She wasn't worried about them. When you were a powerful bitch, you don't worry about these little peasants. You'll get them later. And she did. I bet she put that whole shit in motion. (laughs) (laughs) From the back, from behind the beads. Yep. She didn't have just like a table with like a fake, what's the little globey thing? that they pretend to read a crystal the, ball yeah that <laughs> thing she didn't have a crystal ball that bitch had like oh she had like a dungeon situation back there a pentagram on the floor yeah like that was some serious was shit yeah. she had a portal I loved her so in much. the back <laughs> it was over here fangirling over the store shop owner <laughs> i love it (laughs) but the thing that confuses me about the scene is that like bonnie is telling sarah to take this book or whatever and then the store owner kind of like corners her and she's like she's like you're gonna pay for that or you like your friends um see she's well aware about these little they're antics exactly but um, Sarah's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pay for it. Didn't you just say you ain't got no money? <laughs> Where did this she money did. come from? Indeed. Indeed, she did. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Maybe she's got a credit card. It was $20. Yeah. It was Once a fresh are, bill with Andrew Jackson on it. Yeah. <laughs> Lost did I look. Sarah ends up buying like a spell journal thing and yeah. some candles and she does end up getting into it and the store clerk does which i think is important this is the first time there's emphasis that sarah unlike her cohorts may be a natural witch yeah yeah yes yeah. and interestingly enough Faruza balk while she was researching the craft she became familiar with a magic marketplace in hollywood and she eventually bought the store and she continued to operate it until 2001 uh, when she sold it. Yeah, that's it. She sold it to two people who actually she hired to manage. So they, I guess, eventually were like, look, we love this place. And she sold it to them, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure she said it's a misconception because of her per, uh, acting persona um, that she is uh, Wiccan or de- like practices witchcraft. And she's... She actually said she wasn't. She just liked the store and decided to buy it. That bitch a lie. (laughs) I don't believe it. No, I believe it. No, the reason I say this is because as we're like pulling all the research for this, the director says so often in like interviews that a lot, they did have a, um, they hired a witch practitioner, I guess you would call it on set to like make sure things were accurate but there were a lot of things that were ad-libbed or added because the director said Faruka was into the Faruza. oh Faruka salt that's what I was thinking <laughs> sorry uh, Faruza um she was into the paganism and, and witchcraft so there was a lot of things she was very knowledgeable in. and I'm not saying that maybe she just didn't learn a lot but, but like, oh, I have no interest in this at all. It's yeah. a misconception. Hold on, yeah. let me stir my cauldron. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> you a lie. Yeah. yeah. So they're leaving the store, 
snake snake man returns and he's pursuing sarah and all the girls are kind of like staring at him and then bitch gets hit by a car and they're excited because they're like we did that we did that um me sitting in the theater knew what was gonna happen did i do that too yes jackie yes you did you tapped into your witchcraft that's what's But was that area like Skid Row or something? As soon as they like left the store, they were all like, get ready. Like they were going to be <laughs> running through these people and every single it. one of them, there's a bunch of beggars and stuff. And I was just like, what, what is this place? Where Why? are you? Yes. Clearly. So then there is a discussion about Manon, who is... Oh. They described him as if God and the devil were the football teams, he would be the stadium. What? <laughs> he, I guess he was an older being, um, yeah. older than God and the devil. Um, but apparently this being, they created it. It's, he, he's not really in um, pagan scriptures i don't know what to say but i don't want to mess up anything because i know it is a religion um but they made it up because they just wanted to make sure that they weren't um making anybody upset because you know they're trying to make sure that everyone felt respected so yeah um and then nancy you quickly find out that she is like really really obsessed with invoking the spirit of mano and that's like her whole goal in life that's all um, she wants in life i yes. think so i'm no psychologist but <laughs> I, I believe that you know even when she's invoking his spirit she's she talks about like i'm your daughter now i feel you in me i feel like she's looking for a daddy maybe and she got that stepdad that's Oh, oh, he's nasty. Trash. <laughs> but I, they, I feel they, the daddy vibes. I feel the she wants him in her in a sexual way. <laughs> well, then that's really gross that she was like, and I'm your daughter now. She's nasty. But... She's nasty. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy has some issues that she needs to work She does. She does. So now the next scene is Sarah's hanging out with Chris on a rooftop. She dips on the girls because they start talking about, you know, mono or I want to say mono. But no. just believe in the devil and shit. Like, I'm going to go get some dick. She was like, deuce. She was like, deuces. I'm out of here because y'all talking crazy shit. And then next thing you know, she's on the rooftop. Sorry, I just thought it was so You're weird. Good. Like, <laughs> and he's like trying to get more, and she's like, "Nah, I'm all right. I'm gonna head out." <laughs> and so then the next day at school, she shows up, and they're like, "Oh, he like told everyone that y'all slept together, and it was the worst lay he's had." Blah blah blah. He's fucking trash. Fragile masculinity. <laughs> Yeah, and she like apologized to him. Like, bitch, I this is my first day of school. I have <laughs> known you. 
That's a good point. Like this is, is a real yeah. intense first day of school. <laughs> it really is. We got some witchcraft. You killed a man. You had two men coming after you with their snake. <laughs> with their snake. <laughs> um, and so then, yeah, she goes to talk to Chris. And he literally, oh, the way he fucking talks to her. He's like, stop begging me, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> and then she's like, you know what? Fuck you. And he goes, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Breck and Meyer is like, I volunteer a tribute. <laughs> and then Breck and Meyer goes, oh, she's going to cry. And then I'm going to cry. Like making oh, fun yeah, of her face. Whole- <sighs> Let me all, tell you, I will, all of the fragile masculinity in this movie. There it is. There so ain't fragile. no way. There ain't no way. There ain't no way. I'd been like, hell yeah. We didn't have sex. That dude tried to pull out that small ass penis of his. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not riding a little right. crayon dick. <laughs> you know? Sure, made fun of his dick in oh, front of everybody. For sure. Or like, I'm like, yeah, like, well, we attempted to. Like, I tried, like, but it was too small. It lasted 20 seconds. And yeah. yeah. I don't even know if I can count that. It doesn't, so. I didn't get all the way in because he <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if we're lying here, yeah. like, let me turn into the one up lady from SNL. Yeah. Yeah. I can make it worse. And yeah. this is why <laughs> if we could go back to high school, it would be a totally different game. I slept with him, but his daddy got better dick game than he does. <laughs> the next scene Amen. is. Rochelle's just trying to live her life. She she's a diver in <laughs> at the school. She's well, once a bitch stops distracting her, she is. is. <laughs> we never see her get a good dive off. Yes, we do. Yeah, we, we do. do. After the girl is gone. Right. Once she gets her power. But mm-hmm. I have to say this. At one point, Rochelle did dive well. And that little bitch saw her dive well. And that's where the bullying probably started because yeah. it was pure jealousy. jealousy. Yeah. So the only thing to bully poor Rochelle about too is her hair. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with her hair. Rochelle has great hair. It's <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. Rachel True's hair is <laughs> like, why, why is this an issue? Yes. Why isn't an issue? <sighs> racist. She's a racist bitch. Yes. <laughs> but you know what i want to say like when i saw this movie in high school when the the trailers came out it was a no-brainer but seeing that there was a black girl in this movie i a hundred percent that was like why i wanted to see it Mm -hmm. and then when i was watching the movie although i probably would have handled it a little bit differently slightly I mean, somebody would have caught these hands. 100%. Kim, yeah. <laughs> you would have caught your bitches with attitude. And I would have beaten the girl up after school. Yeah, we would have yeah. beaten her up for yeah. sure. 100%. But I, I could relate to that because I had been ridiculed for, and when you're saying, Megan, that like it's her, her hair is beautiful, like so many people would ridicule yeah. me for this, just my natural features of being Black. And yeah. 
you're right yeah it's it's insane and and here's the other thing the thing to note is that Rochelle had curly hair now we can see a lot of black women with natural curly hair a lot of biracial women if you listen to their stories the hell they went through growing up um having curly hair and not knowing how to what to do and how to deal with it because a lot of the the answers for most black women from a, an assimilation standpoint was you got right. your hair permed Relax it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right but with her hair texture like to perm that would have been oh, so a tragedy a tragedy we're now in the locker room and like you said laura played by christine taylor is just fucking relentless i never liked that bitch after that movie ever a fucking again i don't care if you marry ben stiller or jesus i fucking can't stand you i was just gonna say you know who she's married to yeah i know ben stiller on site are they on site yes um together anymore no they got back together they didn't divorce Uh, um and then like and Rochelle does confront her and she's like, why, why are you attacking me? But I was like, Rochelle, can we talk? Can we talk? And this is how I know, this is how I know a white person wrote this script, one, um, a white male, because (laughs) a black person, if they're going to confront the situation, you're not fucking asking, why are you doing this to me? You as a black person who has been ridiculed forever know why this is happening that this is the white perspective and i i definitely think that speaks to her entire arc and how quickly she was get feeling guilty about certain things Mm. because for white people when it comes to racism all the work goes on to the black person Mm -hmm. so although this bitch is getting rightly what she deserves Rochelle now is feeling guilty why would she feel like that's not even a natural progression for anybody who's being bullied one and definitely not for a black person who's been dealing with some racist bullshit I would have been like bullied so relentlessly yes right like it's an ounce of remorse where and are the so, teachers too? None yeah, teachers are like, "Hey, cut it out!" They're just letting and, it happen. And her they're fucking they're at South Lake High School. Well. <laughs> and her friends, like, let's not like they yes. brushed that aside. They knew this bitch was doing ho- harmful shit to her, and they never talked about it. There was never a dialogue. So I, I feel like my friends wouldn't say anything because she's clearly the queen bee of their little group. So, you know, your little friend hangers on want to stay in the, the cool group. So they're not going to try and stir the pot. I feel like, no, Nancy, I, mean, I mean, Rochelle's friends. Rochelle's yeah. Friends. Oh, I'm, I was thinking. Yeah, okay. I yeah. feel like Nancy would have been the first one, like for sure. Fucking with my bitch. Like, yeah. does Rochelle not tell them maybe? I they have to know, right? I don't know, and I don't even know if like Nancy would be like as like angry for like social him. justice, no, or she's just like I, I want to beat some ass just at all yeah. times. So like, just give me a reason, any reason. Yes. I'm just looking for a reason. She goes after Chris really quick. I think and she's not even that close with Sarah. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, like, I think Chris would... also had she had a sexual relationship yeah, with, and right. she was carrying around like her own yeah. issues with him is for sure, but. 
I mean, at the same time, she's very close with Rochelle. So you would think she would be right in there, you know. I I think that I think this also speaks to again who is writing the movie and the nuances that are that that is needed. If you are I'm I'm not gonna completely tear them down for this because even the actress Rachel True has talked about when she got the movie and she found out her storyline like a little bit later on. She not initially she was supposed to have like an eating disorder when the character was white. She had to fight her management team to even get an audition for it yeah. because the character was white. But they they hired her. They changed the role. And then when they hired her to be Black, they incorporated the storyline of being ridiculed by racism. And at the time, she was really upset because she was just like, why is this a part of my storyline? But I commend them for highlighting it and bringing it to the forefront. It's just they didn't have the skills and the nuance to be able to really, if you're going to talk about race, you need to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, they were doing what they could, I guess. Yeah. Um, But then in like follow up, like she recognized how important it was in the movie, but then she was also left out of promotional advertisements, press Mm -hmm. junkets. All three of the other girls got invited to the MTV movie awards. She did not that year. And she was very vocal about it too. Like I'm, clearly being treated differently and i am one of the main stars of this movie yeah and then in even in recent years she's been left out of cast reunions at cons and festivals so here's my beef with that so when it was happening in the 90s i could totally understand the girls not understanding her like situation in their minds they didn't think it was race they thought it was I'm more famous than you they had been established in other projects um now the problem is for uh Farzuka why do I want to keep on calling her did I say it right Farzuka Faruza Faruza my god get that k out Faruza was has only has been the one who's been keeping it real rachel true has not talked poorly about robin or nev but she has stated that uh is the only one who kind of gives us gives her a heads up that hey signing this contract they're asking for us to be at these conventions and letting her know so her people can approach the same conventions and be like what about you know Rachel and they're still not they're still not adding her on so for me I would be calling out the other two girls because if you talk about like feminism and all this you have an opportunity right now to make this make sense like none of you guys should be signing deals unless all of us are are a package deal they have a responsibility I would think too to say something yeah not yeah. just the you know, opportunity. I think you have, if you were in a position where you should, you have privilege, you have privilege, you should then say something if you see something wrong. Yeah. You know, that you can make a difference on it. And this is something they could make a difference on. If they Absolutely. Something. So it just saddens me because um, Rachel True and Rochelle went through hell in the movie and outside of the movie. I, I, I know all that. That's sad. 
Um, but you know, I still give props to, props to Rachel True because she's you know now that the we're having this '90s Renaissance, um, a lot of people are giving her her props, and she's mm-hmm. talking about things openly, and that she's always been open about the discrimination and has not silenced herself. So people are aware that this is happening. Um, so I give her props for that. And I give her props for representing at a time when we didn't have a lot of representation. At even all. if it was a small role. And she was actually the first one cast after lobbying for the role. The director said, thanks to her funny quality and her beauty and the rest of the girls were cast over the following few months. Funny quality. What did he mean by that? Like she was just she has a natural humor yeah i think she had like a natural humor so they changed her character and but it took nine months for them to to cast all all four girls it, it was it took a while and then okay so next scene is poor bonnie uh, she's going in for an experimental procedure and it's essentially a needle, a huge ass, thick ass needle. So weird. And it is just like painstakingly slowly going and penetrating her scars. And she, she's trying to keep it together. Her mom's there. Her mom's kind of checking on her. And eventually she just like lets out this wrenching scream because it just hurts so badly. And so then that ends that scene. And then we see Nancy at her house. I, I don't know if they didn't show it or if I missed it. It seemed like a trailer. Yes. Yeah. And kind of her living dynamic again with the leaky roofs. Um, and then <laughs> her mom's yelling at the stepdad. The stepdad is lounging on the couch, like, like not contributing anything. And so you kind of see that Nancy's living situation isn't that great and is probably contribute has con- contributed to, um, the trauma in her life which has um resulted in this persona that and i think that they show us this part in this way because now you're seeing every girl and their what their issues are and i really feel like the the writers dropped the ball here because they almost made sarah's character kind of vapid or just overly privileged in a sense where Mm -hmm. these girls are dealing with real hardcore Real issue life shit. yeah, yeah. and like sarah's issue is that a voice said she was a bad leg yeah right <laughs> it would have yeah. i don't i don't want to add sexual assault because like, i kind of hate that to like move a story along for just the hell of it mm-hmm. but like let's talk about why this bitch trying to kill herself you know yeah. let's talk about her depression yeah, I no remember. i yeah. i think it was attributed to what she says later in the movie where she just said everything I touch turns to shit like she had the powers and like they would backfire on her yeah and she was just living in this world where she was making things happen but couldn't really control it all that well and it was resulting in some pretty traumatic events I think for her 
And then she she also said that she had like all these nightmares about spiders and snakes and bugs. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, yeah. Um, as well. So I think she she was more like her power is actually what was her trauma. Yeah. Not so much like Billy happened to be like side piece. <laughs> the next day they're like hey let's go on a field trip and it's like a regular bus it's not a school supported field trip and no. the driver looked a lot like mario from super mario brothers <laughs> what i don't know that's what he reminded me of i didn't know that makes me laugh <laughs> as they're getting off of the bus he goes watch out for weirdos and nancy turns around and says mister we are the weirdos <laughs> which i really love that scene too yeah, yeah it is yeah. the best one from the movie yeah. pretty much yeah, yeah. or it's like the most iconic one yeah. the yes yeah. the whole point of them taking their little field trip is to go out in the nature and <laughs> do another little charcuterie chantings. And this is also when they um, do the ritual to become a coven since they have their fourth. And so they have to prick their finger and that's when I'm out. Like I was, <laughs> I look, I'm ready gang gang over this whole witchcraft thing y'all. But the minute you tell me to start sharing my blood, I'm out. You're, out. You're out. I would prick my finger, but I'm not trying to drink other people's. Hell yeah, no. that's where I'm going. Like, did, I did we... my finger. Like you can have my blood a little bit, mm-hmm. but like I'm not. I don't want nobody sucking drinking. on my blood either. No. <laughs> like, did you, did we all like go and get full blood workup panels? Yes, to right. Make sure everything's just HIV things. was still around. <laughs> yes, it was serious then. I too. need a full on panel. Yeah. <laughs> And not not to be judgy, but judgy Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> she she looks like she plays fast and loose on a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to drink Nancy blood. No. <laughs> and so then this is when they kind of call, call upon the spirits um, in their pl- individual plight. So Rochelle's is uh, tolerance. Sarah's is love. Bonnie's is beauty, both inside and out. And Nancy's going straight for I want that power. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll take everything. I Please. also love that they're they're they are all an element, mm-hmm. and their elements from a zodiac perspective match their characteristics. So Sarah is an earth. She's earth. Rochelle is water. Nancy is air. And then Bonnie is fire. They've gotten their powers, right? Or they've Mm -hmm. solidified their coven together. Correct. And it's the next day they're in school again. And Chris is like, hey guys, what's up? What can I do for you? What's going on? Sarah, what's what's happening? (laughs) And they're like, like, (laughs) yeah. And so he's just carrying fucking everything. His his friends are like, "Want oh, to carry my shit too? Like, what's going on here?" Yeah, he is uh, like whipped at this point. Whipped as shit. Yes. And the next scene is they are having a little sleepover at Bonnie's house, and uh, apparently they've never played light as a feather, stiff as a board. 
<laughs> did you guys play that seriously? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I did once, but I was like, this is bullshit. Well, I was like, I-, I did after watching this movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't remember. I know I've done it. Well, we no, I had to be younger than this because I would have been like 15 when this came out. So I had mm. to have been younger. younger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I did it before this movie. After this movie, I was too old to be doing yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah. like, so you true. put your fingers where? I'm like, yeah. well, have you played this game? You've been And so they try it out with Rochelle and they lift her up but they're in actually invoking magic and so they remove their hands and Rochelle's just chilling and she's like this shit ain't working and then looks around and she's like oh fuck it is this is definitely one of the most iconic scenes in the movie Um, but apparently like they had to do a lot so there is some sort of tray mold of Rachel True's body for her to like lay in and there was a pole coming up through the um flooring and so it was almost like hydraulics but the tray the tray was under her clothes and they use green screen to kind of be able to take everything out and so that's how it pretty much went and Rachel True when she got interviewed about it she was just more concerned that the clothes the the tray being under her clothes were going to make her look bulky and that her hips are going to look bigger i was like bitch you skinny stop it yeah super skinny yeah, yeah. you could tell All of them it's were, yeah. though it's very <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um, then um at the end of that scene when she falls back to the floor she's giggling and she says you've got to try this and that was an ad lib from rachel that they left <laughs> in the movie nice <laughs> um and so then the next oh i i wrote mom getting high i'm like when did the mom get high but she asks them if they're getting high oh, i'm yeah. sorry she oh, had to have some towels <laughs> <laughs> she had to have seen that bitch floating i would have been, my mom would have been like burn all all these panels. yeah oh she'd be like jackie gotta get out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like me as it is i had to sneak in sneak out my mom was my mom loves Jackie now and and towards the end of high school she got better but she uh, there was oh. a period of time so Danielle's mom was an ICU or yeah was an ICU nurse and so she would work like swing shift mm-hmm. and she'd be gone all night and so I would literally go stay the night at Danielle's house after Christine left. No, she would work. be she would be home. She just worked 12 hour shifts so she was so exhausted she'd pass out. And you you would come in when she was sleeping. Like oh. I was sneaking Jackie in like I like she was my dude. Like I was about <laughs> to get the dick in or something. No. <laughs> but she was bringing in slushies and we we're watching movies that we got from Blockbuster. It was yep. a sad thing. <laughs> But she loves me now. Yeah. I, I'm good. sometimes yeah. I'm sometimes her favorite child. Which I love. Well, it's true. <laughs> I'm not even gonna argue that a hundred percent. And the next thing we see is a montage of slow girl walking in the hallways at school, like classic nineties. Yeah. Slow montage. And as Sarah walks by Laura. She, 
I just thought she grabbed a strand. She it's had a whole chunk. It's big. <laughs> it was real big. I was like, when is I, there scalp attached to that? That was a huge piece. I would have gotten my hand like real into it and then swung out into the locker, had her crash right into there and then had a good and be like girl i don't know a ring my ring got cut in your hair it's so crazy (laughs) and then the next scene we see um sarah braiding that piece of hair into rochelle's hair as they're like doing their little incantation and then then shortly after that rochelle's up on the diving board like what's gonna happen and laura takes out swim cap off and her hair be falling out <laughs> love oh, to wow. see it love to see it like and michelle's yeah. like that's what i thought perfect dive yeah and her coach was like oh damn yeah, yeah he was he's like oh shit okay but, okay, but okay. i blame his bitch ass because mm-hmm. he should have really reamed that damn bitch and said you need to shut the fuck up door or you're yeah. off the team See yeah. something, say something, fucker. Also, did y'all notice how infected Laura's head looked? It just felt <laughs> good. I love it. did not. There were, there were sores like all in her head. Like, oh my God, what's wrong? I would have been like, bitch, oh, you I need to go to the nurse. <laughs> I would have thrown, I would have, they're so kind. <laughs> I think the worst that can happen is yeah. your hair can fall out. I would have thrown lie at that bitch. I would have thrown acid on that bitch. I would have stomped that bitch out. I would have drowned that bitch. I would have taken her eyeball out. I would have dragged her across the street. I would have slept with her daddy and take pictures. I would have drugged her. I would have given her pills to make her shit on herself. I would have taken rabbit poo and put it in a cake and say it was chocolate chips i would have done so much to this i'm done they are kinder way kinder yes and they just make her hair fall out and for legal reasons i have not done any of those things (laughs) (laughs) but a bitch would (laughs) and the next thing we see is bonnie is at her follow-up appointment and this scene stuck out in so bonnie's at her checkup appointment this is a scene that stands out in y2k jackie's brain because i think i just really liked like when you peel a sunburn off and stuff so the fact that our scars were just like peeling off i'm like ooh, that looks like that looks like fun kim loves to peel a sunburn i do i really do (laughs) Like if I can get it to come off in like sheets. Yes. Y'all are sheets. gross. I'm gonna say <laughs> y'all nasty. <laughs> and the confidence in which Bonnie busts into class. <laughs> so did um she did, sure did. Did Neff Campbell will always have big boobs like that? I don't I was like, is she in big titty club with me? She had <laughs> some bazookas. But they, they were bouncing. They were. They were Bang full. Banging. Well, were. I mean, she did wear a muumuu and scream, so you really couldn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she always had the jacket over her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. shit. 
How did I miss that? And then everyone's praising Sarah. You did it, Sarah. Okay. Question. Mm. When you watch this in the 90s, did you in your brain think they're just feeding off of Sarah's powers? Because I did. I for sure did. I never thought about it. I I didn't think about it in... Uh, I see now after doing the research, that's how they were intending it to be. Cause you couldn't tell me the black girl didn't have natural witchcraft <laughs> powers. You still can't fucking tell me that. <laughs> Cause that don't make no sense. You telling me three white bitches and a black bitch and the white bitch got the powers. Nah. <laughs> nah. And Nancy salty because she asked for too much and it wasn't happening and she was upset yeah she's the only one that like her powers she are coming true so, it, yeah. Yeah. but she then asked for everything you literally ask yeah. for all the power yeah. it might take him some time to get you that baby right. give him another chance <laughs> <Start small. laughs> <laughs> but then you see she does have a little something because her stepdad is arguing with her mom things start to get physical and she screams lights flicker, fire happens in the toaster oven and her stepdad has a heart attack he did (laughs) thank goodness my favorite part about this movie is when he dies and they get this a hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar life insurance and they act like they're now like billionaires okay so I I thought about that and I judged it heavily too yeah. because I'm like y'all bronze that can't even last a year you know like what are you going to yeah. do in California right we but we have to penthouse. we have to look at inflation I want to know how much that is now okay Let's I know Jackie's up. mathing you I'm mathing. not mathing you know I'm not good at the math uh, um it almost reminds me of when Joey gets hired on on days of our lives on friends and he gets that apartment by himself and then like yeah he, ha- he buys all of like the crystal animals yes and stuff and then he has all these like bills it it, it gave those vibes although the mom only bought a couch and a weird weird ass lamp on and a shoebox that played only connie francis yes okay i looked it up okay yeah, that's what i do it's not it's $296,000. Okay, so they had out here had us wrong. Yeah, they were going to be back in that trailer park in a few few months. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's not real. That's not realistic. No. no. The next scene we see is another sleepover. They're performing more rituals and kind of getting more into it because they know it works now. And Sarah changes her eye color and even like 14, 15 year old Jackie was like, hey, Sarah, really? That's what That's we're doing? <laughs> cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. But right. that, yeah, exactly. But then we have your picture. <laughs> yes. Then we get, oh, you need something more grandiose. 
And the fucking CGI when she changes, like, I don't even think it's CGI. I think they just put lights on her to change her hair. That's what it looks like. <laughs> she looked it is dusty. Terrible. She looked dusty. It is. But so 1996 good. Megan was hella impressed. Were you really impressed? <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God. Damn, dude. World star. <laughs> <laughs> Trick she just did. I was mad that they were just that Bonnie was very dismissive to Rochelle when she was like, Oh, turn my hair blonde. And she was like, No, I'm gonna need you, I'm gonna need you and your back burns to stay in your place. <laughs> just because you're you cute now, like we can play this game. Okay, you yeah, dusty I bitch. Dusty bitch. <laughs> And then, oh yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, do me, do me. And Sarah's like, okay, what y'all want? And Nancy asks for a smaller ass. I'm like, girl, you're like a size zero. Thank you, Jackie. Because when I heard this shit, I was like, what? Smaller ass. But you have to remember, these girls weren't the ones who wrote this fucking script. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they were in nineties as a heroin chic. Heroin chic. Anorexia is what it was. Yeah, for sure. I, I look at old pictures. I see my collarbone crisp and ready to come out of my skin. <laughs> I like to see my collarbone crisp and ready to come out. <laughs> Me too. That collarbone has been seen in a minute. <laughs> I put an APB out on my collarbone. <laughs> for the last 20 years i just have a headstone that says r.i.p jackie's collarbone (laughs) (laughs) this is no longer with us the next scene is chris standing outside 3 a.m hollering at sarah's window because boy got it bad Oh, he's got a real bad now. Like this is he wants to move in together. Like yeah. she's like, nah, Maybe bro. we should get married. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and the next day she's like, I gotta problem solve this shit because this is too real too hands. fast. Yeah. So they go back to the store and she asks, How do I undo a love spell? And pretty much um hot witch lady says, You can't you can't close those floodgates but they're open sorry about it and so sarah's like well fuck. um and she and told then, them that things there's a cost in, of magic and you get things three back three folds which i kind of feel like was there not a warning label on this mm-hmm. magic pill that we've been taking and playing with they skipped the first chapter of the book and went right Very to the spell. Oh, <laughs> dumb ladies. Yeah. yeah. The next scene is, oh, and in that same scene, there's a, a discussion about there really isn't any black magic. Um, it, it's all kind of fluid, but it does come back to you threefold. So you need to be yeah. aware of what you're doing. It's a yes. balance, you know, bring you have one with the, the other. Yeah, there you can't have one without the other. It, it, initially, actually, that's the exact the best way to describe it. It is literally like the Force in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Things are not good or necessarily bad, or there there needs to be a balance. It's really how you decide to use it. 
Mm -hmm. The force is just neutral and. Yep. And Nancy's like, Hey, uh, this really crazy book. I'm gonna buy it. And Lily's like, that's pretty fucking advanced, but give me $25. She, well, before she even says, give me $25, the girl's like, I got money, bitch. Give me pay for it. I was like, aggressive. She cracked 175k, burning a hole in her right. Yeah, right. Uh, so this is not a five finger discount. Not not this time. <laughs> not this time. She needed we a got money manager. Connie Francis jukebox money now. We <laughs> <Yes. laughs> the next scene is they go to the beach, and and that's what inspired Nancy to buy the book. Is she flipped to this page? And the picture started moving a la Harry Potter, where it was like the ocean and lightning. So she's like, yes, this is the one is speaking directly to me. And so they go to the beach to do this incantation. They all have an animal that represents themselves. And so Rochelle has a fish. Bonnie has a butterfly in a jar. Sarah has a bird in a cage. And Nancy has a snake in a jar. Why, why Rochelle's got to be a clownfish? That's what it was. <laughs> a clownfish? <laughs> I'm just, just going to, I'm just, I'm watching you writers. Right. If, if you could pick a replacement fish for Rochelle, what would it be? A piranha. <laughs> they don't live in the ocean. Well, I guess. Snapping on them hoes. You come near me, I'm tearing you apart. (laughs) And so they they do the incantation, and it's Nancy struck with lightning. I guess. Yeah. Why no one? Why didn't anyone talk about that? Y'all did y'all not? (laughs) That was weird. Did you see what I see? Yeah. Did everyone pass out afterwards and then yes. they like awoke on the beach the next day? But yeah. it seemed like Bonnie had been awake for a right, while. Okay, I was because <laughs> I Rochelle's like awakened, but Rich, Bonnie is just like, I've been up for a few hours. Like, I've just been I watching was- this shit. Like, yo, <laughs> shit happened with Nancy. So, uh, I watched the water. sunrise. She's walking in water. She has to start my life. I haven't done shit about it. I've just been watching. But I'm, I'm just beautiful now and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to chill. <laughs> and so, yes, Nancy is walking on water and then they hear sirens and so they kind of look down the beach and all these poor sharks are beached and dead and this is the moment that I had to say I started to waver on my 100% support of Nancy I I do understand it's from a place of pain but bitch you are ecstatic right now she is so (laughs) overjoyed it's beautiful and she's taking the blood too from the whale oh. or the shark and like wipe it up like nah yeah, no Nancy, she literally says she says they're beautiful they're a gift they're my gifts no this is the best part then she says i can feel them in me <laughs> <laughs> 
Nancy, calm the hell down. Yikes. I can feel them running through my veins. <laughs> I've never been that excited for nobody to be inside no. of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding out for Chris Evans. <laughs> Christopher Jamal Evans. <laughs> I still don't think I would have this fucking reaction. That was some weird shit. Uh, yeah. America's ass, Danielle. <laughs> His ass is not inside me. I'm just saying. <laughs> you can be inside that ass, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the seltzers. <laughs> We've had a few. <laughs> and then we see Sarah's kind of regret- regretting her life choices. Mm-hmm. Sure, <laughs> she's she's sure. taking the walk of shame from the horrible situation she had last night. And that wig is at peak terribleness. Yeah. Like the wig in that scene was horrible. I wanted and to get some oil sheen and just spray it. Baby, spray it dry, it's dry, baby. It's dry. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially she says, all I wanted was for him to like me and now like he'd be crazy. And she also says Bonnie has turned completely narcissistic and Bonnie's like, who me? Like, <laughs> Like I expected to have her like with a hand mirror, just like staring at herself. (laughs) What's she saying about me? No, isn't she more like I can't help it that I'm hot? Fuck off! Yeah, (laughs) yeah, she, yeah, she, she pretty much is like, bitch. I have been like the hunchback of Notre Dame for like ten, twenty years. Fuck you. I'm living my hot girl summer. She. I'm not mad at Bonnie. Honestly, no. Bonnie it's was funny. having a hot girl summer before hot girl summer yeah. existed. Bonnie, like, her, here's the thing, like, first, yes, she did have scars, but it didn't change, like, her body or face or anything. Yeah. Like, and honestly, just... weren't they just on her back? Wear a fucking mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just her, and she was in her head and just yeah. knowing yeah. it. And it's funny that you said she's had scars for 10 or 20 years when she's supposed to be a high schooler because all of these teen actresses were in fact in their 20s at the time of filming and Rachel True was almost 30 years old. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. It's the melanin. (laughs) Because that bitch was looking straight 15. You know! (laughs) I love it. So the next scene is my class and things like that. Oh, she's she she warns them like we've thrown things out of balance. It's gonna come back to us threefold. We need to be careful. And they're like, we got what we want. We good. They clearly were like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything's going great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> things are going very well. And this is when they're driving in this scene. Mm. I think about this scene weekly. Like since (laughs) I was 15 years old. Anytime I'm at a red light, I'm like, I wish I had Nancy green light powers. (laughs) (laughs) Like every time I'm like, oh, I wish I could just be. No traffic for me. Thank you. Good day. (laughs) But on the other hand, I'm like. 
you need to change those lights way like further back so that you don't risk someone running through that intersection. Yeah. I'm a little riskier. I'm still doing the money math in my head. With this one, with this car, because yeah. 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 I'm thinking that car had to be at least 50k for sure, and the class way more than 1.5 million dollars, yeah. In the Connie Francis jukebox, right? <laughs> yeah, that one is priceless. <laughs> and did they buy, did they pay for the condo outright and they don't have a mortgage anymore? Like, what's <laughs> What's happening? They yeah. couldn't afford a mortgage. They had to have paid for it outright. So they broke, broke now. They're still <laughs> they're, broke. They're, they're hood rich now. Yeah. 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 Yes, they are. <laughs> so then, yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> ain't got no job. <laughs> this but next I scene. Say- <laughs> go ahead i know i couldn't get it out <laughs> the next scene we see is a very sad laura in the shower because she's not pretty anymore let me I'm tell like, you still still laura you can wear a wig, which she does later, and it's terrible. Oh, you cannot. So you're telling me this black girl who has been racially targeted, and this is how I think they've in the media, especially that it's always speaking to black people in a way where you don't get angry at what's happening to you. You don't retaliate. You are you are good and you should turn the other cheek and be feeling bad like you feel bad for this person. And they and they didn't just do it in Rochelle's situation. Also with Chris. Chris has mm-hmm. m- multiple attempts of sexual assault throughout yeah. this movie. And somehow the writers were able to turn him into a victim. So yeah. all the people that were doing actually atrocious shit and these girls the were yeah. right. They were, they should have had vindication for what yeah. they were going through. And yet these people doing the atrocities are the victims. Like Rochelle should have, I would have taken up all those hairs and like, I would have sprinkled it on that bitch and said, maybe you can glue it back on, motherfucker. And I would have walked away. Like, there's no way. I'm not feeling a shred of guilt about that shit. No. And it's still not anywhere near the realm of, like, yeah, you're, you're bald. You can still, like, cover up. You can hide it. It'll grow back, whatever. Like, the... I can't take my blackness off. Like this is me every day, all day. And you are treating me horribly just because I don't look like you. Like, it's like in no way comparable at all. One instance, like, right. It's years of abuse from like this woman. So yeah. And she's not ever like Rochelle. I'm so sorry. I treated you this way. She's just like, look at poor pitiful me. I don't have hair. I have hair now. The the caucasity in which she says 
what did I do to deserve this? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, bitch. One, on this day, on this, I would have been, no, there's like. All the receipts. Yeah. When I was younger, I was just like, good for you, bitch. But now that I have more context and I'm older, I, the anger is so fiery boiling in my skin watching this white woman in her white tears being the victim after she (laughs) has verbally assaulted this woman fuck you and your hair too (laughs) fuck you and fuck ben stiller ben stiller didn't even do anything (laughs) (laughs) now we see oh and also in this scene we get that really cool Rochelle standing in front of a mirror and she turns her head and the mirror's like slightly behind her. Mm-hmm. So like shit ain't balanced, shit ain't right. Mm-hmm. Someone's watching. But why is she the first one to to get the repercussions of it? Was she the first one to because it should have been, if if you're doing chronological, it should have been um Sarah that's started to feel the repercussions or the but she already did because like billy is obsessed with her and like oh yeah she is freaking out about about that but yeah 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 billy billy's going through it yes Billy's going through it he told him to drive his car over a cliff he's about to get real creeps yeah Yeah. um he finally wears her down she agrees to go to dinner with him way to say stay strong sarah yeah (laughs) fuck you um and they're they haven't even made it to dinner they're just parked in his car and he's like can i give you a back rub can i do this can i do that like and she's trying to tell him like hey are you do you know why you feel like this like trying to like talk some sense into him he's not hearing anything she's saying he's just like what's the quickest way i can get into her pants yeah and oh it's not great and then she gets out of the car as one should and she starts running away from him and now he's actively chasing her she falls he gets on top of her and he is trying to like unbuckle his belt i think he does unbuckle i i feel like he was ready i thought Oh my God! Is there a race scene in this? Started movie? to like, yeah, right? like his pants are off. He was making motions. At, yeah, like, and she is able to knee him in the crotch and get away. She shows up at I thought it was Rochelle's house, but she, I, yeah. But Rachel True says they never. I guess maybe you, you just don't never see her. See you don't see her parents, but you do go. That's she, true. she did go to her house. There was a scene that they filmed with her parents. She had, um, she called them stodgy, I think, <laughs> kind of bougie parents, mm-hmm. um, but it got cut. But she yeah. felt a kind of way because all the other girls, you got to meet their parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got to see all of their home lives except for. And then Rochelle. they said, oh, Rochelle, we didn't have time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They had time. You have Breck and Meyer, right? You have, you have Breck and Meyer. <laughs> right. You could have you cut out his, yeah, his scenes. So she goes, she's obviously upset because she's just been sexually assaulted. And the girls are like, I feel like they're sympathetic, but Nancy's like, hold my beer. 
like <laughs> like he's at a party i'm gonna go i'm gonna fuck shit up right and, and nancy did tell her from jump this man can't be trusted he tried to hurt me like if i met friends for the first time and the girl tells me and this is girl code yeah he tells always me girl code. Yeah. that he tried to hurt her multiple times just or, that that we're done we're as dead it i'm not trying to talk to this guy or he sleeps with anything with a hole like stay yeah. away from him stay away yeah. red flags yes she and so want him though she just wants him because he didn't want her because he didn't want her yeah but it was weird because, want her because it was like at like it was at first she was the denier but then like he pulled that shit at school which made her actually want to like i would have been raging after what he did like my wish would have been for him to suffer not to follow me around again the writers i don't want that yeah 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 Yeah. i'm like i hope his dick falls off right yeah shrinks three inches and that yeah. goes back to, I think, again, a male writer from a male perspective thinking, right. oh, she yeah. just, you know, she would want him. No, no girl who has yeah. dealt with this abuse from this man in yeah. less than like a week is going to want him to be obsessed with her. Like we she already had, like picture that she had, you know, that she had taken from somewhere. Like it, it's, it's too much. Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. Also, she doesn't know him. Like you said, right. like day one, she met him. He was been a dick. Okay, get over it. Move on. Yeah, he slut <laughs> shamed her the second day, and now all of a sudden she's in love. Yeah, it doesn't he, make sense. He ain't that cute, Sarah. Move Not on. Not in this movie. <laughs> He's no Billy Loomis. Yes, he is, no. but he doesn't have that washed up Johnny Depp vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in this movie. Sam's choice, Johnny Depp. Sam's choice. So Nancy shows up to the party. He's still like, oh, you seen Sarah? Like, doesn't even register that he tried to fucking rape her. And Nancy's like, yeah, sure. Come upstairs so we can talk. Goes into a bedroom. Um, Side note, a random fire is lit in a random room. Like who's ten into that fire? <laughs> are the thoughts high school kids. Yeah. not a bunch of drunken high school? No. These are the thoughts grown up Jackie has now. Is like, <laughs> why would you even start a fire in that room? Now you got to clean the fireplace. You got to throw more logs on. It's a whole fucking thing. Part of upkeep. Yes. <laughs> that takes me out of the movie. <laughs> and so, um, what is he? Say. he's pretty he pretty much rejects her like he yes he does you. not want her he has made it very clear he doesn't want her he's actually quite disgusting to her and you could you know so now it's it's beyond like it becomes clear that she probably still even though he has talked shit about her and has been an asshole and had sex with her they had a situation it wasn't just still. like a one-off yeah, she's still yeah. Yeah, she actually has feelings, which for her makes sense versus yeah. Sarah because yeah. there's history. Mm-hmm. And the way he rejects her is pretty and it it mirrors or, her what she knows of her like mom and her stepfather's relationship yeah. too. So that made sense, but he says, um, 
I don't want to get my dick bitten off. Yeah. And she's not like, in the mood to get a dick shit? bitten off. Not in the mood tonight. Not, not, not tonight. Maybe Thursday. He, <laughs> he launches her off of the bed and she's like, okay, claws come out. She turns herself into Sarah. And he's like, oh, Sarah, you're here. <laughs> I'm so confused about like, was she there to get revenge and make him suffer? Or was she trying to like sleep with him? I don't understand the motives. How drunk does he have to be? Like, I'm not, I've been drunk, but like. like he's a high school boy. I guess. School, she was there to have some revenge. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Revenge with a little side of She was like, let me kill two birds with one stone. I'll go ahead and get and then I was like, so now Nancy's about to rape Billy, who is trying to rape Sarah. Like it was a whole it was a rape circle that needed to end immediately. And so the uh, the other three girls show up. Sarah goes upstairs to find Billy and Nancy. She walks in. He's very confused. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and so then he looks back up and Nancy's back to Nancy. And blows him a little kiss. He goes, You're a witch, you said yes. that at the beginning, like right. this is new information. The rumors are true, motherfucker. <laughs> and really, Nan spills the tea at this point. I got tired of writing her whole name, so then I just started writing Nan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's like, hey, Sarah put a love spell on you. Sorry about it. Sorry about you. Yeah. And so then there's like a, an argument Nancy loses her damn mind, loses control of her powers, and her powers boot Billy out the window. And there was no soft grass landing, neither. No. Cement pavement. R.I.P. Billy. (laughs) R.I.P. Yeah, but not really because you're a garbage person. Yeah, you're racist. And then here we go again, like Sarah saying, oh, poor like you killed somebody and now you judging me bitch you judging me <laughs> he sexually assaulted you so he pretty safe to bet he's done it to other girls right sure. slut shamed you like he was not a good person he would not continue to be a good person and see the error of his ways right. probably for the best yeah not that on this podcast we do not <laughs> We do not say that you should kill people who are doing wrong. You should not take things into your own hands. (laughs) But in the movie, in the movie, all of this is hypothetical. Don't I see her point? (laughs) The next, yes. So, like Danielle said, the next day, like Sarah's real sad about it, but Sarah is internalizing that like every time like shit happens people die like it's all about sarah yeah it's all about her i mean she's got the power Mm -hmm. but then then things kind of take a shift because now all three girls are 
ganging up on Sarah. Mm-hmm. And when I watched this originally, I was like, that's, you know, poor Sarah. But now that I look back at it, you know, the other girls are like, we're ride or dies. And Sarah out here talk, looking like she about to snitch. Yes. She's judging us. She, she really was, is, isn't she? She's for sure. Right. She's freaking she, out. I'm like, we look, we just got all these fucking powers. Shit's really working in our favor right now. It's not like she's it's not like she's feeling like she's still part of the, the group and that she's judging everybody, that she's better than everybody. And they've all made poor decisions and obviously uh um what's her name? Crazy leg. Nancy. Nancy Nancy has gone off the rocker but like you should be working it out with them um so yeah now they're ganging up on her because she a snitch <laughs> <laughs> so they corner her in the bathroom and they're like and now apparently Nancy has the power to actually hear Sarah's thoughts mm-hmm. and she's thinking Mm-hmm. And they're projecting into Sarah's dreams. Yes, they're fucking with Sarah. And mm-hmm. Sarah's acting like a little whiny bitch for real. Like, you've got like some real magic in you too, girl, though. Like, come on. Yeah. Just, I mean, literally the last end of the movie, the last half of the movie is Sarah being a whiny, whimpering, weak ass bitch until the very yeah. last few minutes of the movie. It is mm-hmm. quite disgusting to see. And she does quite a a lot of running phoebe running phoebe from friends running (laughs) for sure flailing yeah it's it's sad Um, so she she does go to hot witch lady store and asks her for her advice and the the ladies tells her like you are a natural witch like you have power before that she tries to buy nancy's powers that's right yes and that i think is like okay bitch you came for me you came yeah you came because yes nancy's a little off her rocker she should have been trying to figure out how to help her and but you have now taken upon yourself that you think that you have you own this power Mm -hmm. instead of naturally just letting shit go like you are the judge and jury and you have the right to 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 like find this woman's powers and so i say to nancy go ahead get that bitch like (laughs) get her yeah well i always saw it as i think sarah knew that they were like feeding off of her power and so she's like i've pretty much like opened this pandora's box yeah i need to do something to like we'll reel it back, bring it back. she should have been yeah. looking for a spell to pull the powers away from them i, I think that's why she powers. went to hot witch lady was because she's like i need some help like she went sideways head. yeah and so they start an incantation because uh, the, the the witch lady says, "Come into my my into portal," <laughs> and she calls it a temple. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> she she tells Sarah, "You have a tremendous light inside of you, more than any witch I've ever known." And then she said, "Essentially, the the shop is built." On top of like very like sacred grounds, strong, ground strong and energy. The, yeah, come into my temple. They start an incantation. 
there's a fire explosion that they happens. Get, they get interrupted by a bunch mm-hmm. of glamours. The other girls yes. are fucking still around with Sarah's head. And she, again, is scared like a little wuss and runs away from the mm-hmm. other powerful witch that could actually help her. She does her Phoebe run. She gets back to the house. And then those bitches fuck with her again. They call mm-hmm. her. They show her the TV screen. Her dad is a apparently has gone and left her because they think that she's gone back to San Francisco. Then they show her a news thing where her dad is dead on the plane, which I do think is below the belt. All hands. <laughs> that sure. was a little like, fucked up. That was-, that was really fucked up. And then the girls come into the house and they're floating and shit and they try to fuck over Sarah. And Sarah again is crying like a little baby. And they're trying to convince this bitch to kill herself, which I'm like, really? And she's crying and whimpering. They they pretend to like have a note ready. They do a glamour again to slit her wrist. She runs upstairs again, Phoebe running. She like, hides in the bathtub. She she's doing some real stupid shit. I just, yes. I just can't. And even they're, the girl, they're they're projecting like rats falling onto her. They're like glamoring all these rats, maggots, spiders, snakes. Oh, I would have yes. killed myself too. There's no way yeah, all yeah. those bugs. Let some spiders and maggots come out. I'm done. Um, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> done. <laughs> And then she goes into her room. She sees the picture of her mom. She remembers that hot witch lady told her that um, her mother was a witch too. You need to listen and like be strong like she was. And you need to surrender yourself to a higher power. So the way she does this is to just lay on the floor in the middle of her room (laughs) I thought thought we were in a Wilson Phillips uh, video. I thought for sure they were going to cut because like all the the, the mirrors on the wall and the picture frames turn into gauzy. Yeah. yeah. There's very 90s. Clouds rolling in in this movie. (laughs) Um, So she does, um, she starts an incantation. Um, and so Nancy sends the other two upstairs to like, like finish her (laughs) and, (laughs) and, and they're like, no, we're good. And she's like, I I, I, know what happens is Nancy is out of her goddamn mind and (laughs) says to Rochelle, get your lazy the fuck? Oh, yeah, she sure does. Did, yeah. did you say lazy to me? Duh. We're done. <laughs> and and uh, then Bonnie grabs um, Rochelle and they go upstairs. But that yeah. shit was... <laughs> and what Sarah is able to do is she's able to glamour them. So they look in a mirror and they see them times three like it coming back to them times three so Rochelle is losing her hair Bonnie's whole like half of her face is scarred like two face from <laughs> Batman and they're like oh shit we see the error of our ways and right. they're like they yeah they spun Bob and they're they spun Bob and they're like all right I'm, I'm head out, out. <laughs> They were so gone. now it's just Nancy versus Sarah, 
And Sarah's not backing down now because she knows she's got the power. (laughs) Okay, so my problem with this scenario is this. Everyone knows the rules of how the world works. And if someone has powers, they're powerful. But if someone has powers and they're crazy, crazy always wins. How is this happening? Nancy got all the crazy. But crazy might let your your focus slip <laughs> <laughs> or maybe give you too much confidence yes i think that's where nancy fucks up yeah. she gets too confident in her yeah job. because she's like i got the power of manon and sarah's <laughs> like i mean <laughs> i am his <laughs> daughter daddy manon inside of me uh, <laughs> And Sarah's like, nah, he said, uh, you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I got Mano on the phone and he said, bitch, you in trouble. <laughs> and so Nancy starts. So is this a glamour where Nancy's fingers are t- turning into snake fingers? That and was she's creepy, like, yeah, she's turning into like Edgar from Men in Black is what i felt like the director the director said this scene was really really difficult to film with the cgi and stuff it took a lot of work um Didn't they use real roaches in this part yeah okay so they use real roaches real rats real snakes um this the the animal wrangler said it was the the most like um rep what are the am- reptiles amphibians i don't know the most he's ever put in any productions ever um it was all real. It was gross. Okay. I think yeah. there's like an actual stat in here that tells us how much over over three thousand snakes, yeah. and then they said that they made a a, a bust of um, Feruzabalk's head and torso to do the uh, bugs crawling all over her face. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there's that there's no there's no there's no way um there would have been a call (laughs) to the director and been like danielle's not coming back to the set yeah i (laughs) literally can't i would not there was a america's next top model real big tangent but like they have to like pose with all this weird shit and like yes she had to put the tarantula on her face and that would have been it for me like i I could not have gone on. I would have been. It's Eva the- rocked it. <laughs> roaches are where I draw the line. They're unpredictable, like June bugs. I don't like it. <laughs> and so then the next part is um, Nancy kind of starts to apologize, but it's really to like fake her out so she could stab her with her, with her, her dagger. <laughs> She's real fond of that dagger. Yeah. And, <laughs> and this is an all out fight scene. Like Sarah's pinned to the wall. Nancy like throws a dresser at her. Sarah somehow <laughs> turns into Alex Mack to like not get <laughs> by the dresser. So but- apparently, the first shot of the of them doing this scene, 
and they showed it to the studio they loved it so much it wasn't just a studio they did a testing they did a test audience the test audience loved it so much that the studio threw more money at it for it to be even bigger and now when I look at it I'm like this is some stupid shit but (laughs) back in the day they won an MTV movie award for this and they beat fucking Jackie Chan and you know <laughs> he don't do nothing half-assed. So. He did his own shit all yeah. the time. Yeah. They're not even doing anything. No, they're not. I don't they're know. Each other and this is Nancy just <laughs> <laughs> Nancy on math. Yeah. When she did the shaking thing, that was her. That wasn't even CGI'd. So that bitch was going full psycho in real life. Yeah. Method actress. I feel like right it there. wasn't that hard for her. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Wasn't too far out of her realm. So now they're still fighting. Nancy's stabbing as much as she can possibly stab. And Sarah, Alex Mack pedals back into her human form and boots this bitch across. Like like the hallway or something. The way billy boots uh gal in scream is the way (laughs) the way sarah boots nancy in this movie it's just she goes flying she hits a mirror um then sarah starts binding nancy to um ensure that she can no longer use her powers and the next scene we see is sarah's look unpacking the trunk of a car loading up the trunk of a car there's flowers in it i don't i don't know i don't know if she's grocery shopping or are they packing to leave like i have no idea what's going on um bonnie and rochelle show up I don't know what the fuck Bonnie's wearing. Like, did her scars come back? Because she's covered up H to T again. Maybe it's like the, all the remorse is like hit her and no, 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 she's got to cover back up. Who knows? Yeah. She's, it was sure. sorry. She's, there's no remorse. She's like, sorry, I guess. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the way that they come back is just so like, we don't have our powers. How about you? And then Rochelle's yeah. like kind of nasty at the end, which mm-hmm. I didn't like. Um, and she's like, I bet she doesn't have anything. And then, of course, Sarah's like, the heavens must open up for me to show you I, I've got power. I literally wrote, bitch controls the weather. She stormed now. <laughs> yes, that's okay. She makes a tree branch fall and, like, makes it fall close enough where they're scared, but, like, doesn't <laughs> injure them. And she's like, try me, bitches. Oh, yeah. by the way, I do still got the power. I got it. Be careful. Like, you don't want to end up like Nancy. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we see Nancy in the crazy house. Poor <laughs> she Sarah really thinks she's that bitch. <laughs> she does that. I don't over her I'm just mad that there was a scene where Sarah supposedly goes to see um, Nancy in the psych ward, but they like cut it out. That would have been that much better. Yeah. What did yeah. she say to her in that scene? I don't they, know. They like, try. Uh, she essentially tries to help her get better and like work through her trauma. I don't like that. No, I don't want to see that. No, no. And that is the craft. We did it, ladies. We, we did, did it. it. <laughs>
Um, really <laughs> there's so many facts that we didn't yeah. cover. So Angelina Jolie and Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson and Alicia Silverstone were all considered for the role of Sarah, which I'm surprised. Not a lot of that. big action, named actresses. Yeah. By the time. Mm. Besides Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Cause she hadn't had Clueless yet. She did. Um, that came out in 95, 95. Yeah. Next year. So the crew said that they had to return to some locations a second time to complete filming because it was interrupted by several weird occurrences, uh, such as the fog rolling in at midnight. The four actresses used actual Wiccan rites and language to invoke powerful forces. So that fog rolled in as they were doing that. And then as Feruza Balk's character attempts to invoke the deity Manon, a flock of bats hovered over the set and the tide rose dramatically, extinguishing the circle of candles. And the witchcraft consultant on set recalls that Manon, a fictitious creation for the film, sound very close to Mananan. Mananan. It sounds like Manana from Friends. I'm just going to reference Friends this whole episode. The Gaelic god of the sea. Luckily, we weren't all swept out to sea. And then the director said, even every time the girls started the ceremony, and only when they would start the ceremony, the waves would start coming up tremendously fast, pounding heavily. So when Nancy says her line, Mano, fill me, right at that exact moment, they lost power. And then Rachel True also said there was definitely a weird energy around and we were followed around by a white owl to several different locations. So there was spooky shit happening. They found Hedwig before he went to Harry. (laughs) I I do want to mention that the director or I'm not sure if it was the director or the writer, but he, he was pretty pissed that right after this movie came out, Charmed came out. And it mm-hmm. felt like it was like a direct ripoff. A ripoff. Yeah. I can see that. They yeah. even used the same song for their theme song that was in the movie. The um, the cover of uh, How Soon Is Now, the cover of the Smith song. So, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a lot. Um, the film was released only seven months before Scream. And so this is actually the first movie that Nev and Skeet did together. Ah. Oh, Billy. (laughs) Also, all four of the main characters are not only based on the girls, the film screenplay writer Peter knew from childhood, but they're also based on the four natural elements like we talked about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the idea for Bonnie to have burn scars, well, they came about because he knew a girl from college um, that had burn scars. I'm sure she's ecstatic that he put this in. His yeah. Right? <laughs> so that's me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Lastly, the Katy Perry song "Dark Horse" from her album "Prism" is inspired by the craft. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, ladies, 
let's get to our ratings, our present day, present day ratings. Now that we've gone through the movie and you've guys seen this movie a bunch of times and you've yeah. done it on the podcast. So yeah. after you guys listen to, you know, who our listeners, after you listen to our episode, definitely go check out um, room 237's uh, episode. episode. On the craft. On the craft. My, my rating doesn't change. Mine either. Keeping <laughs> it the same. Still great. Even as problematic yeah. as this film is, like it was, <laughs> it just did something to 13 year old me and that. I don't feel like you need to say you were 13. It, it, that was rude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're with attacked. you, Megan. It's fine. The disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Megan. Jackie's, you're rating the same? Um, I do own it, but I feel like I would give it a five day. Mm. I, I'm keeping mine at five day after this. Uh, I'm, I don't think I'm going to buy it. I don't, I, there's something about it that I didn't really rewatch. And now that I know all the history behind how horribly Rachel true was treated, I just, I think it's going to make me upset. I yeah. was already very annoyed. We love you, Rachel True. This Very is our second, second second Rachel movie. True movie. movie. Oh. Um, half baked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see uh-huh. what y'all are doing next, and I'm excited. <laughs> Danielle is not. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't excited. You, you'll I, see it in a second. I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, ladies, can you just tell our audience how to find you on social again? We're on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok at Room 237 The Podcast. And we're on Twitter at Room 237 The Pod C1. And you guys know the deal. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at No More Late Fees. And if you want to be featured on an episode or you have something to tell us, something you disagree with, something that you feel like we missed, or you just want to tell us you love us, then you can give us a call and be featured in our quick drop segment. Yes, the quick drop number is 909-601-NMLF. 909-601-6653 and we actually have a correction from the joyride episode from our past (laughs) guest heather my sister so take it away heather hi my no more late fees blockbuster besties this is heather jackie's sister i was just calling because i just finished watching the joyride episode and as always i loved it very much um, I haven't seen that movie in forever, and now I want to watch it again, again, as always. The, that's what happens when I listen to your episodes. It makes me nostalgic and want to watch the movies. Um, but I just wanted to make a small correction to what Jackie said about the small town Dayton in Nevada where our mom lives or has a house. Um, it's actually Highway 50 that runs through the state, runs east-west through the state. Um, it's Highway 80 that is what connects Reno through Lake Tahoe and the Sierras down to Sacramento and California. So just that small correction, but yes, Dayton, Nevada is a little one light town has wild Mustangs running through and legitimate tumbleweeds rolling down the the street. So it's a lot of fun. If you ever make your way out to Nevada, love you guys love what you're doing. And I love all your episodes. Bye. Also, if you want to help out this podcast and you like what we're given, 
please consider leaving a five-star review for us on Apple Podcasts. That would be very helpful. The more reviews we get on Apple, the more Apple will show our podcast to other new listeners. And how exciting would that be? Um, So please, please, please. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. And if you would like to support No More Late Fees in another way, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash no more late fees. There you can get exclusive content, stickers, ask me anything, polls, bonus videos, lives, Spotify playlists. My Spotify playlists are based on actual burn CDs I have pulled out of my <laughs> CD cases wow. and they are all over the fucking place. It is fun. It's yes. <laughs> um, and stay tuned for next week where we will wrap up spooky season by celebrating the 20th anniversary of the cult classic 13 Ghosts with mm. our boy Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Oh, Matthew Lillard. I'll let y'all know right now I own 13 Ghosts, so that's my rating. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's love so it. cheesy and amazing. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait. I love 13 Ghosts. <laughs> okay. If you watch it, Danielle, and you haven't seen it before, you should really consider cheaply purchasing the DVD because one of the best parts about the movie is on the DVD, they have um, like a little behind, like a little backstory for each ghost. And it's oh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You don't find it in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much to Room 237 Pod. We had a blast. Y'all are welcome back anytime. It doesn't even have to be. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yes. (laughs) We don't even have to do a spooky movie. We can just do any movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, I would like to actually talk about some other kind of movies besides. Yes. Yes. That's the best part of guesting on other mm-hmm. podcasts because you can do something like that's outside you of your right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah and as always be kind and rewind mm-hmm.